0: Climate Watch is CGTN Radio's new podcast focusing on the impact of climate change. We have conversations with people on the front line about this critical issue. Listen to Climate Watch on all major podcast platforms and join us in taking action to save the planet we call home.
1: Hello and welcome to the Top Story, a podcast with the headlines of the day from our correspondents from around the world. I'm Zhu Tianlu, coming up. Azerbaijan has arrested a former leader in Nagorno-Karabakh as he attempted to escape into Armenia. Moscow has released a second video of the Black Sea Fleet Commander after Kyiv claimed to have killed him. And American soldier Travis King is en route to the US after being released by North Korea. We begin with the Nagorno-Karabakh crisis. The former head of the disputed region has been arrested by Azerbaijan as it tried to escape to Armenia. He's part of a mass exodus of more than 50,000 people, nearly half of the ethnic Armenian population. Last week, Azerbaijan took control of the region during a lightning military offensive. So far, peace talks in Brussels have not led to any concrete solutions. Alex Cadier has more.
2: The EU has been mediating conversations between both sides uh, for months and they've been doing that to avoid this exact situation, to avoid a humanitarian crisis that people here in Brussels particularly the EU Council President, Charles Michel, who's been so involved in those discussions, uh, will see this whole situation as a bit of a diplomatic failure. Now, uh, the latest from those talks is that the EU urged Azerbaijan uh, to increase transparency in and access, uh, both for uh, international observers and for human rights uh, teams. So that is the progress of those talks. Frustration, uh, certainly by certain EU diplomats about the way things have turned out, but also laying the groundwork for a a meeting between the leaders of Armenia and Azerbaijan uh, at the European political community meeting next week in Spain. We've heard in the last few days more than 50,000 people uh, uh, leaving Karabakh, heading towards Armenia. Armenia, a country of uh, 2.8 million people, and even Nagorno-Karabakh itself only has 120,000 ethnic Armenians. So we're uh, nearing half of that uh, population trying to get uh, to Armenia because they fear reprisals from Azerbaijani forces. on ethnic lines.
1: That was Alex Cadier on the Nagorno Karabakh tensions. Staying in Asia. Iraq is observing three days of national mourning after a wedding celebration turned into a day of sorrow. At least 100 people died when a fire broke out at a Christian wedding hall packed with more than 1,000 guests. Mihal Badwit reports on the possible cause in the aftermath of this tragedy.
0: What should have been a day of celebration turned tragic in Hamdania, about 40 kilometers from Mosul. On Tuesday night, a fire swept through a wedding hall as the bride and groom were dancing on the ballroom floor. Sparks from a pyrotechnics machine are believed to have set ceiling panels on fire, sending panicked guests for the exits. It was reported that the bride and groom survived. On Wednesday, hundreds gathered to attend the funerals of some of those victims. Families clutching photos of their loved ones prayed and sobbed as coffins were carried for burial. Amid the ashes and charred rooms of the wedding hall, one survivor recounted the moment when the tragedy unfolded.
3: I was sitting there,
1: the bride and groom were slow dancing, there were fireworks around the bride and groom, there were feather decorations hanging from the ceiling. It took just one minute for the feathers to set on fire. The owner of the wedding hall opened the door immediately and the hall was set on fire.
0: At the Alhamdaniya General Hospital, many survivors were treated for injuries. A relative of the bride described how he and his niece helped rescue guests from the fire.
4: There were people stepping on people. There was no space where one can go out. There was only one door and the door was very small. The ceiling was all on fire.
0: We were very tired. My niece and I extracted many bodies. State media reported that highly flammable construction materials were used in the building.
3: I think negligence caused this disaster in alhamdulillah and led to the death of dozens of people of Hamdaniya.
0: An investigation is underway. Several staff members and the owner of the venue were arrested on Wednesday. The Iraqi government announced three days of mourning. That was Mihail Badavid on the wedding tragedy in
1: Iraq. Now we move on to Europe. Moscow has released a second video that appears to show the commander of its Black Sea fleet alive and well. It comes after Ukraine claimed that Admiral Viktor Sokolov was killed in a strike on Crimea last week. On Wednesday, Russian Foreign Ministry spokesperson Maria Zakharova alleged that the attack against the fleet's headquarters was coordinated with the UK and the US. Dasha Geneshova has the latest from Moscow.
5: Russia's state-run defense TV channel Zvezda released another video on Wednesday purporting to show that Russian Black Sea Fleet Commander Viktor Sokolov is very much alive. It is unclear when the video was made, but Sokolov is shown speaking about Russian naval forces performing their duties. In the clip, he also talks about an award issued to his unit from Russian President Vladimir Putin in August. The video follows another released Tuesday showing Sokolov attending a virtual defense ministry meeting. It said took place that day. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov did not provide any update on Sokolov in his daily briefing to journalists. Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zaharova on Wednesday accused the West of aiding Ukraine in Friday's attacks on the Black Sea Fleet headquarters in Sevastopol. She said NATO satellite assets and reconnaissance planes, as well as the advice of American and British security agencies, had aided Ukraine in planning and carrying out the attack. She added that Moscow is investigating the role that the UK may have played in staging what she described as anti-Russian false flag operation in the Kyiv suburb of Bucha last year. Russia denies all allegations, calling Western accounts of the events there fake.
1: That was Dasha Chinishova. In Africa, Cleanup operations in South Africa are continuing after heavy rains and gale force winds killed 11 people, including four children, in the Western Cape region. Days of heavy rain triggered floods that caused landslides and destroyed infrastructure, including roads and homes in impoverished settlements. Over 11,000 people have been displaced across the region. Travis Andrews has more from Cape Town.
4: The bad weather caused destruction in the Western Cape with thunderstorms and gale-force winds claiming the lives of 11 people. Many people in Cape Town's hard hit heat informal settlements are starting to rebuild their destroyed shacks. Assistance from the government and NGOs, including food supplies and water, are now reaching some of the most affected communities. The damage caused by this storm and flooding has been widespread
1: lost 11 lives because of the severe weather there's been a bus accident where three people has lost their lives and then there's also been um, incidents where eight people has lost their lives as a result of um, electrocution um, as a combination of water that filled up in the house some kids were playing in the water and um, illegal electricity connection within the houses which caused um, that incident
4: according to the Western Cape government More than 11,000 people were displaced across the region. Roads were destroyed, cut off from many areas. Many informal shacks were washed away during the floods, and all government agencies have been working around the clock to assist those affected. The city of Cape Town's Disaster Risk Management Center has been leading efforts to assist displaced residents within the city. And While the storm has passed, mop-up operations are still continuing emergency services teams have been monitoring the situation in affected regions, and deploying their stretch resources there. With storms only expected
3: to get worse in the future, authorities are concerned. Um, We do have a climate change and climate mitigation program, but obviously you, you don't have the resources to plan to build you out of this kind of disaster, so going forward we need to Think futuristic uh, what's going to happen and how we can plan for our infrastructure to to stand up to the weather conditions like this. How we design our bridges, how we design our roads is going to be crucial going forward. For now, officials are still monitoring the situation and assisting
4: the affected as they try to ensure that the mother city can ride out this latest storm.
1: That was Travis Andrews on the storm in South Africa. Finally, in North America, the United States says the American soldier who crossed the border between North and South Korea in July is in U.S. custody. Pyongyang earlier said it will expel Travis King. He's facing uncertain legal fate. Jack Barton has more.
3: U.S. officials say Travis King, a U.S. Army private who bolted across the demilitarized zone on July 18 has been released and is in custody, which followed a statement by DPRK state media that he would be expelled after confessing to illegally intruding into the country. The U.S. Army private ran into the DPRK while on a civilian tour of the joint security area, which sits inside the heavily fortified demilitarized zone separating the peninsula. Witnesses said King laughed before dashing across the DMZ and U.S. officials have said they believe King crossed the border intentionally. Travis King had served as a cavalry scout, with the Korean Rotational Force part of the decades-old U.S. security commitment to South Korea. King was being transported to the U.S. in July, but managed to get off his plane and flee the airport finally making his way to the DMZ. King's fate remains uncertain, having been declared absent without leave by the U.S. government. That can mean punishment by time in jail, forfeiture of pay or dishonorable discharge.
1: That was Jack Barton in South Korea. In Philadelphia, businesses are cleaning up and the police have stepped up patrols a day after a group of thieves ransacked dozens of stalls. The chaos erupted Tuesday night, hours after a judge dismissed all charges against a former police officer accused of murder. More than 50 people are now facing criminal charges. Laura Aguirre has the details. <laughs>
4: We made arrests and we will continue to make arrests.
1: Philadelphia's interim police commissioner
6: making it clear to looters who ransacked several stores overnight. If you stole something, you will get caught eventually.
4: We're gonna press on until we're able to get those folks in custody.
6: Police say a crowd of about 100 people targeted a number of retail stores, smashing windows and grabbing items like clothing, sneakers, alcohol, and even pharmaceuticals.
2: It's disrespectful to the Arizari family and
6: what they're going through right now. The family of Eddie Irizarry had, hours earlier, attended a peaceful protest demanding justice for the 27-year-old. He died after being shot in his car by then-Philadelphia police officer Mark Dial in August. Dial was arrested and charged with several counts, including murder. Video evidence showed that officers' initial claims that Irizarry lunged at them were untrue. Defense attorneys argued that Irizarry was armed with a knife that looked like a gun, and Dial feared for his life. On Tuesday, a judge dismissed all charges against Dial, sending shockwaves through Irizarry's family and supporters.
5: We're going to fight. We're going to
6: fight. One official says the looting that followed was not related to Irizarry or the memorial gathering.
4: What we had tonight was a bunch of criminal opportunists take advantage of a situation and make an attempt to destroy our city.
1: That was a report on the Philadelphia looting. Before we go, the headlines again. Azerbaijan has arrested a former leader in Nagorno-Karabakh as he attempted to escape into Armenia amid a mass exodus from the disputed region. Moscow has released a second video of the Black Sea Fleet Commander after Kyiv claimed to have killed him. And American soldier Travis Keane is en route to the US after being released by North Korea two months after he crossed the border from the south. That's it for this edition of The Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports and culture, you can subscribe to The Beijing Hour, a one-hour podcast news magazine programme. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Zhu Tianlu. Thank you for listening.